0: What is up everybody? It is your boy Michael joined as always with Lincoln Cook and welcome to the left hand backhand podcast. How's it going, Lincoln?
1: Welcome, welcome. It's going well. Uh we've had another tournament, uh, Elite Series tournament that happened this past week. Another one coming up next week. I think another one coming up the week after that. Yep. So we got yep. disc golf on the horizon. You played a tournament spoiler i'm playing a tournament this weekend
0: perfect yeah a lot, a lot of, disc of golf got a lot yeah.
1: got a lot to talk about
0: euro tour is officially over we are back on u.s soil and we are hitting the ground running strong so it's exciting
1: yeah so should be an ex- a fun pod we're gonna of course do our disc golf news and notes uh presented by nobody because we're not sponsored, but you're welcome to sponsor that segment. If you'd like, Uh, we're going to talk about my favorite tournament on tour, the uh, Ledgestone insurance open discraft, Ledgestone insurance open, just Ledgestone. Um, We're going to talk about that, go over results, talk about some storylines from there. And then uh, briefly preview Wild, which yep. is coming up this next weekend, uh, and then jump into a couple dealer's choice. You and I each have a topic, and we're going to do a little in the bag, just recapping what you threw at your last tournament, mm-hmm. and then uh, what we're looking forward to in this upcoming week. So, it should yeah. be fun.
0: Perfect. Uh, so, you have the results from this last weekend, um, but yes, you had a young Cole Riddall take it down on the MPO side Young Bucks. and Missy Gannon taking it down on the FPO side. Both kind of like ran away with it a little bit, right? They four strokes each.
1: Uh 5 for Cole actually. Yeah. yeah. And 4 for Missy. So yeah.
2: yeah.
0: So not a lot of competition, but I think this course But, but there
1: per- there was at the same time.
0: Exactly. Exactly.
1: It yeah. was it it I loved it. It was great. This is my favorite tournament of the year for the courses, but also for how well I feel like this actually represents the disc golf scene. I
0: mm-hmm. don't know. Yeah.
1: Uh, do you want me to go through result top five results real quick?
0: Yeah, top five, top ten, notable names. Yeah, read down the list.
1: Okay. Uh, for FPO, Missy Gannon took it down. Uh. Four strokes over Owen Scoggins in second. Uh, Sarah Hokum and Ella Hansen tied for third, just a stroke behind Owen. And then Maria Oliva and Macy Valadias tied for fifth, five strokes behind them. So there was Missy, then a jump to Owen, Sarah and Ella, and then another jump to uh, Maria Oliva and Macy and Holland Hanley and Holly Finley. And then everybody else below that was above par. Yeah. So. Crazy. There's kind of kind of that like there's a couple that were pushing, but Missy did. She held the lead and she finished all the way through, which was great to see. Like you yeah. you love to see someone take the lead after three rounds and hold on to it the entire time through the final round. Which again, I'm I sound like a broken record and I feel like a broken record saying this. But four round tournaments are the way to go. Like, it's just yeah. better scoring separation. The most deserving person to win the tournament wins it in a four round tournament.
0: How do you feel Which old, about Cole
1: and, and Ella?
0: Yeah, how do you or, feel sorry. about the uh, four rounds being split between two different um, courses? Like what I...
1: I like that better than four rounds at one course,
0: personally. Okay. Yeah.
1: Uh, I don't like a one or like two rounds at one course and one round at another. Don't like that. I like yeah. two and two or three and none. If it's going to be a 3 round tournament, they need to all be in the same course.
0: I agree with that. If it's totally. going to be yep.
1: four or more, there needs to be a, a as-even split. Like Worlds um, and Ogden was... Three rounds at the fort, two rounds at Mulligan's. Yeah. Which that's probably how it should have been, because Mulligan's is a much easier course, even though I don't I don't know if it's actually worlds worthy of a course.
2: Yeah. For uh,
1: sure. but the fact that they did rotate it. If they did five rounds at the fort, you'd get a little bit tired of it, but also
0: Yeah. From the spectator standpoint it's hard to watch. Yeah.
1: And and one course you can have one person who shreds that one course and they win it and then, yeah. then it's just it it is this yeah. whereas it, if you do have variety you're playing to the cream has to rise to the top at both courses
0: yes and it, it reminds me of uh, Champions Cup with Isaac Robinson this year of just like yes he could execute every single shot on all 18 holes and he did it for all four rounds and there was no catching yeah. him. Whereas if you right. go, if you can alternate, throw in a open course, you give a chance for a Calvin, a Eagle, like those guys who are, it's not like Isaac can't throw far, but like you give another opportunity for someone to make a charge when mm-hmm. they, couldn't on the Champions Cup course, so
1: agreed, hundred percent. Yeah, Uh going over MPO results real quick. Cole Rudolph, like we said, took it down at a minus thirty six. with <laughs> a uh, I think he tied Ricky's course record at Eureka Lakes at minus fourteen in the yep. final round.
0: Baller. Which Absolute. he won by. He won
1: by five. And he was being pressed so he, he couldn't just like let off the gas. Yeah. But the dude was just on it. It was so yeah. awesome to watch. It For was sure. it was a good time. And he won, he won twelve thousand bucks, which is what like a fifth or a fourth of his career earnings in one tournament.
0: Well when you haven't won over an A tier um yes. in your life before. <laughs> but still, you know. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So it I don't know, it's just cool to see like the purse actually Increasing a little, like it's not a huge burst, but yeah. still increasing. Um, anyway, sorry. Uh, Calvin Heinberg took uh, took second at five strokes behind Cole, and then my boy Rick, Ricky Waisaki, took third. Uh, Ezra Robinson finished in fourth, mm-hmm. Andrew Marweed finished in fifth, Simon Lazat in sixth. There's a little drop between, uh, like. Cole, then to Calvin, then a little drop to Rick, Ezra, and Andrew, then a little drop to Simon and yeah. Casey White in seventh, Chris Dickerson in eighth, James Proctor in ninth, and then Adam Hammas in tenth. Yeah, so there's a 17
0: stroke uh, difference. So Adam Hammers shot 19 down, and first place was 36 down. Like, yeah. I feel like we haven't seen a top of the scoreboard. Like, be that spread out. Like, going down from 10th on, there's people tied, 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 all the way down. But to see those kind of top five players really separate themselves and try to make a push to catch Cole, who I think had, he at least had two hot rounds the first round at Northwoods and then the final round. Did he? Set the hot round for either other days. I can't. I don't. I can. Uh, I can no, he look,
1: was. But. He was. He was not lead card after round one. He was close. He was in like top ten after round one. Yeah. Uh, he was two off of Calvin. And then round two, he was. He shot a fifty nine, at Northwoods Black on the good day, the good weather day. Yeah. The third round, we had a bit of rain and the. Course was a bit slippery and discs were sliding and yeah. If,
2: he
0: held, if you he got it on, on a
1: nice angle at Tombstone, but that course doesn't Tombstone. Um, and he didn't even put like the best round together at on that third round, but he played better than everybody else because everybody else struggled on that third round. Yeah, and then the fourth round he freaking just shot a forty nine, ran away with it, minus fourteen. Just yeah, it, oh, so good to see. And it wasn't for a lack of Calvin trying because calvin shot 13 down yeah that final round and he hit an ace on hole 10
0: yep yeah i saw that
1: Mo- do you- moments after andrew marwee th- had hit an ace on hole seven or something like
0: that i think so I, it's the i don't know it was cool A bunch of tournament on, aces so. yeah yeah um do you think if because calvin was on the chase card doing all that that action and pushing him do you think mm-hmm. if Calvin was on that lead card with Cole, that would have changed any of the dynamics?
1: Uh, the simple answer is yes. It would have changed the dynamics. How much? You know, that's obviously to be debated or whatever. But yeah. if Calvin were on the lead card pushing, which Calvin the only reason Calvin wasn't, was because somebody else had a better round three than him.
0: Yeah. He fell out so of therefore
1: I think it was slightly. it was Marweed. They were tied, yeah. but Marweed had a had a better round after round or like round three he shot like two strokes better than Calvin. So therefore the hot more hot round gets pushed to the higher card. Yeah. Uh and so it very well could have been you know Calvin being on that lead card and Cole may have felt pressure and missed some putts or not executed or threw in the water or grip, you know, anything could have happened, mm-hmm. but that wasn't the case and yeah. he won.
2: Yeah.
1: So I don't know. I was stoked for him. It was kind of fun to, to see the foundation bet have to go through Yeah. already, that was uh, which Cole's, Cole's been in contention several times this year. Yeah. Never like – in contention, final round to win it, but you know, pushing top tens. Yeah, I pushing would love... for a couple of lead cards. He, he he's had a good season.
0: For he sure. has. He's he's definitely been like up and down, but I wanna I want to look back at some of his tournaments because like at one round at almost every event, you see a flames next to his name because at some point he mm-hmm. sets the. Course record, hot round of the day, or like, his ceiling is right up there with so high everyone else. And this yeah. week
1: with uh, Kyle Klein with with all the other young guns yeah. that are, you know, kind of that next wave of players: Isaac, Robinson, you know, all those guys. Yeah,
0: and for him, this week was just that finally getting those bad rounds up to a lower a lower base a lower bottom like he wasn't mm-hmm. dropping six strokes he was dropping two or three instead of yeah. putting himself out of the tournament um cuz you you see his ability to score he he's done it on almost every course that he's played this year so i would just like to see what his like how many hot rounds or course records he has kind of set this year cuz i i that's all the time i see his name is next to to records
1: yeah for sure once we get some uh, professional funding to this podcast we'll have our stats guy you know bring us some some hot stats for us to drop in here yeah but, uh, one day hopefully uh, any other notes on Ledgestone?
0: no I mean it's another great tournament I love the two courses i like that they are one is woodsy one is more open um i like it requires
1: technical shots and landing zone
0: exactly um they're both my favorite course on tour yeah i think it's just a good like balance of creating the the full package of a disc golfer um it requires I, long
1: putts, technical shots, forehand, backhand. scrambling. There's opportunities for rollers, yeah, yeah. scrambles. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. yeah.
0: So you hit uh, early
1: trees, you saw Calvin take a triple bogey on a hole in round three, I wanna yeah. say. Yeah. Now, you don't see Calvin take triple bogeys ever. But that's just what happens when you hit first available, go in the actual woods. That would never happen on a ball of golf course. Yeah. You know?
0: For sure. Um, so it was good. Um, I'm glad they fixed the uh disc golf pro tour. Like they're able to film and broadcast it. I think for the fans, that's yep. great. Um, laid
1: some fiber cable.
0: Yeah. So it, it's um exciting. It's it, they kind of set. I understand why it's the elite plus. They kind of have the they give the full package to the fans who are there watching to the fans that are watching at home i think they treat their players great um nate heinhold just does a great job running coordinating bringing outside money for the for the players so it's they do kind of take that step above in their care and professionalism at at that course so i like it
1: yeah it's my favorite tournament of the year i just i love both courses obviously there's like a deeper rooted reason why I love (laughs) Eureka Lake, but just the difficulty of Northwood Black, when, when germ and Yuli on coverage on Joma's coverage are talking the entire time about how difficult the course is and blah, blah, blah. You're like, yeah, because we don't play courses that are this difficult. Yeah. Regularly enough on tour. And that's, I, I like watching it because it's like, yeah, I want to see the pros kind of struggle a little bit and also like when they execute a shot, it's like, Oh my goodness. Like that is perfection. You know, that is like the top tier stuff that I, that you and I can't do or can't do regularly. You know what I mean? For sure. So I don't know. My favorite, my favorite courses, I can't wait to go out to Illinois one day randomly in Peoria, (laughs) Illinois and go play those courses. But uh, it's, it's definitely up at towards the top of my bucket list.
0: Yeah, for sure. And then the next tournament coming up is, do you know where it is? Is it Kentucky? It's
1: close to there. I
0: don't Can't think remember. it's Kentucky. Yeah, but it's Idlewild.
1: I'll, I'll look it up. You keep talking.
0: Yeah, so Idlewild coming up next. Um, This is a turn, Burlington, Kentucky. Yep. I don't know why I kind of knew that. Um, it's just a three-round event, right? Eleven, twelve, thirteen. Oh. Yeah, three-round event. Probably. Um, on the one course, Idlewild. Um, don't think Paul is back yet, and I know. Nice. So injured. Yeah, I know Kristen Tatar is out, and Paige I think is done for the season, so, kind of the same old people showing up. Um, how do you feel about this course?
1: Um, I enjoy uh, Idle Wild a lot. Uh, it's it would probably be higher up in terms of like my opinions on the course if it didn't come right after Ledgestone, which I feel like it does every year. It's like right after Ledgestone. Yeah. So to me, it's a little bit of a letdown, but the course is has a good mix of wooded technical shots, long distance. Uh, I think there were complaints last year about the course being too easy and being Mm -hmm. too birdie or die, which like that's more than half of the pro tour anyways, is birdie or die. So you have your complaints, blah, blah, blah. I I enjoy the course. I enjoy watching coverage on the course. There's a lot of iconic holes. I, I, for some reason really enjoy the somewhat gimmicky greens (laughs) where you have to make it over the light. I don't, it's just, it's fun to me. I enjoy watching those shots. There have been a bunch of like super memorable shots like Kevin Jones threw a super flippy PA three on, on one hole that I saw. Yeah. And just laced this gap and hit all the chains and didn't stay in. And, you know, just, I don't know. All those holes that are down in the woods and there's elevation change. I just really enjoyed the tournament. I think it's a lot of fun. And I think it plays to not one strength. It's not like one type of person does well there. You see uh, last year, I think it was Kyle Klein that won it, right?
0: I think so. Over
1: Uh, Andrew Marweed in a playoff, I think.
0: Possibly. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think that's right. There's a, a weather delay after round two or something like that.
0: Yeah, um, that sounds...
1: But I, I don't know. So yeah. I that, that's kind of my my name to watch out for this year. I know it's easy to pick the Kyle Klein previous winner, but, but I think Kyle Klein, you know, coming into this tournament, he I think he finished in the top 15. I can't remember if I said top 10. Um, but he, he played well at Ludgestone. And yeah. I think using that momentum with this new disc that just dropped and also, you know, coming back to defend his title, I actually think he has a really good chance to come back and win this. The repeat? Yeah. So he yeah. kind of my, my name to watch. I will be most intrigued to watch him uh, and see where he finishes and how he does.
0: Yeah. um, I got two names. I think.
1: Oh, and we should clarify with the summer and the mix-up in my schedule, we kind of mixed the picks, our picks and our uh, scoring. I had a pretty solid lead, and we didn't put anything on the line anyway. So we're kind of just going with players to watch and yeah. essential. Uh, I threw,
0: I threw in the white storylines. And... Yeah,
1: yeah. What do I get out of that? Do I get like a like a firehouse sub or something like that?
0: You get a uh, still wrapped Nate Sexton April Fools Firebird. Let's go um I for me I want I like two names I think and they haven't won yet this year, which is why i I think it should be them um first is gonna be chris Dickerson i oh, yep yep i i this course suits his strengths should at least um close-ish to home, so it's not far away. It doesn't have to do a long drive. Um,
1: he just did really well at Ledgestone.
0: Yeah, so I, I think he's trending upwards. I want him to kind of yeah. just show some life of of old Chris Dickerson. Um, so I don't know if he's going to win. I probably wouldn't put money on him versus the field, but I'm expecting like I think this is a good time for him to Step back up into the Chris Dickerson of two years ago, and then yeah, he's your player to watch. Yeah, and then someone else who has had himself an amazing year but hasn't quite stepped over that like that hump is going to be James Proctor. I think his control shots, his power, and angle control that he has, throwing slower discs at all times, um, in these tight, tight wooded shots. Um, I could see him doing really well here again. Um, he's had a great season, but just hasn't quite put it all together. I think a three round tournament would help him. Um, and this course isn't the, like the most demanding in like distance wise. And so I think it's a lot yeah. of accuracy, putting upshots and scramble. And I think that those are kind of his strengths on the year so far. Um, yeah. Not just the raw totally. power. So those are my no, I those, think are, those, those are those are my great two.
1: picks. Uh, I'm gonna throw this out into the ether now before people will start calling it in a few weeks. But James Proctor for Worlds.
0: Hmm. Okay.
1: I'm calling that as my dark horse pick right now. Like everything that you just said. And based on how he did at Ledgestone, because he finished... Yeah. Shoot. He finished uh, ninth at Ledgestone. But he was yeah. in contention after rounds one and two. He struggled around three. Um, I think he was lead card round two. Um, but anyways, just all the things that you said, those fit towards the world's courses, which we'll preview here in a few weeks. Yeah. Uh, but I... I could see him just low key popping off if his putter can get going because his putter's is the only thing that up and down semi inconsistent with yeah and and he's still more more consistent than the majority of the players on tour but yeah. that's the area that has let him down in other tournaments so if he can get a, a hot hot putter round going I could see him uh, being lead card final round at world for
0: sure yeah. I like it.
1: Dark horse picks.
0: Yeah. Um okay. anyone on, on FPO you are rooting for or expecting big things?
1: Mm, no uh no major storylines. I I'd like to see Kat get her name back up there, but yeah. No real storylines that I'm ultra paying attention to.
0: Yeah. I want I want Owen to win. I mean she's the highest rated in the in the field, so like that's kind of a, like a cop out, but I. Does she have an elite win? At it's not this year, at least, but.
1: She won uh Masters Worlds.
0: For yeah. NPO. Yeah, 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 but that's I mean, so playing against, the majority of people, not the top tier. Y- yeah. Um, but I'm looking again for, her and kind of Missy to just, push each other and. I, I think Owen might my, my edge missy out this week. I think that's my bold prediction is own owns going to take it down.
1: Okay. Well, we will recap that next week.
0: Yeah. Perfect. All right. We're okay. going to move well, into dealer's choice.
1: Okay. Moving into dealer's choice. I'll go first. Perfect. Because I feel like yours will lead a little bit to uh in the bag discussion type yeah. stuff, right? Of course. Um yeah. my dealer's choice, I presented this to you a week ago at least. Yeah. With this idea. Um I went to the disc golf shop with my daughters and was feeling some new plastics, checking out different molds, and there were a number of discs that I really liked the way they felt, but I've never actually thrown them. And so I presented you with the prompt of, what's a disc that you love that you've never thrown before? And we're gonna go back and forth. Uh, I presented the idea to you like being set up when you were dating with somebody from your friend And they told you all these great things about this other person. (laughs) And you saw their, you saw their Facebook and they were, you know, everything looks great, but you had not actually gone out with them yet. So this is like that disc. Like, Hey, I really like this person. Don't know if we're going to work together, but I really like them. And uh, so we're going to, we're going to go back and forth, but there's a twist. Okay. You ready for the twist? Yes. Uh, If, any of the discs that you say are in my collection, <laughs> I will send them to you.
0: You will probably only if, have one of them is my guess. Okay.
1: Okay. And then if any of the discs, uh, yeah. I guess we'll kind of do a, an even trade. So if, you know, yeah. if I say three that you have and I only have two that you have, then and, and we'll, we'll do a little disc swap and, uh, and report here in like a month or something when yeah. we get those ships back and forth kind of thing.
0: Instead of going back and forth, do you want to just kind of rattle off your like you give a spiel of your five and then I'll go into my five?
1: Uh sure. Why don't you go first?
0: Okay. Um so I didn't take I didn't follow your prompt as correctly, but I kind of okay. made a list of I know, I know. I, I let you down. I picked four discs that were kind of notoriously known in the disc golf community that I have never thrown. So they are loved by the community okay. of disc golf, but I have not thrown them for X, Y, or Z reasons. Um,
1: I, I think that's a, that's a good enough spin on the prompt.
0: <laughs> I, I thought so too i thought so too I, so i that's where I, my head was at yeah. um the f- and i made sure i because i could have picked all five of them could have been intimate because everyone loves intimate and i haven't thrown that many of them um but i made a sh- i made sure to kind of spread the wealth between the manufacturers um the mm-hmm. first one is the saint and saint pro from loud 264 okay I have never thrown those, but they seem like they're right right in my wheelhouse of a slightly stable fairway, yep. but not overstable, not understable at all. Um, Kristen Tatar throws the crap out of them, um. So I'm just and
1: her orbit, her orbit ones look so clean, exactly that yep. I'm like, I almost bought one just because it looked nice.
0: Yeah, yeah. So that's um the first one for me. I don't know why I haven't thrown it, but I always had my explorers, yeah. so I never needed to venture out of another latitude.
1: I can't, I can't remember if it was a Saint pro or just a Saint, uh, but I found one of those when I like in my first year of playing and I had just lost my thun, my big German Thunderbird. So it was kind of a good replacement for that at the time. Cause it was a season one that I found in a yeah. bush. Yeah. Whatever. And, uh, yeah, for what what I was throwing it for at the time, it was a good disc. But I have not thrown it in several years. So I would be <laughs> curious to see if I would enjoy it as well.
0: Yeah. Uh, next one is going to be Prodigy M4. Tough. Every Prodigy player and person that throws their disc, yep. swear by it, love it. I've never tried one. I don't think I've ever held one. I think I've only seen one person throw one. This is way back in Oklahoma. In person. In person, yeah. Um,
1: yeah. No, so it, that, it was an honorable mention on my list.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm sure they feel great. All prodigy discs kind of do, but I've never thrown one. It's so
1: a, it's like it's their buzz type disc. It's a yeah. negative one one. But it it mid range.
0: From what I understand, it actually gets that negative one turn.
1: Yeah, it's it's less stable than a brand new buzz. Yeah. I
0: believe. Yeah, um, I'm trying to be leave the most like controversial one for the end. Um, next oh, one is okay. gonna be the Discraft Force. Okay. I've I've never needed a disc to be that overstable, but a lot of people love the way that it flies for them. It flies great, but I don't quite throw that far and hard. So I've never needed to yeah. venture into the. Well, these.
1: shout out, shout out to Connor because he loves his forces.
0: He does. Yeah.
1: I've also never thrown the force or the M4. The M4 is an honorable mention. Uh, and in watching Connor throw the force and watching how hard Connor throws it compared <laughs> to how hard I throw, I'm like, I, I don't, don't even either. want to throw that disc. Yeah. 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 So I'm For I'm sure. right there with you.
0: Yeah. Um. Second, these last two are, I think, on the more controversial side. Um, but I'm gonna go with Mm. the Castaplast Berg. Mm. I have never thrown one that I have felt one, I have felt one, so like I I do know that it feels pretty good. I don't know how it would do throwing, um, but I've always had my Caltrop Copperhead, like the straight stable disc in my bag so i've never needed to venture out and try something else um even though it has sure. probably the highest cult following in disc golf
1: yes the biggest by far um i have almost thrown one but i've also mm. not thrown a bird before yeah which, you did- which is kind of surprising that i haven't thrown four of, or all four of yours so far i haven't thrown
2: yeah
1: but i know that you've thrown three of my five, at least. Yeah, I don't know I, if you still have them, but I know you've seen them. Uh, I probably but do, because I don't get rid of them. I, that's true. Um, I actually enjoy the thumb track. Yeah. Like, how the top of the disc feels. But the weird thing to me is that the bottom of the disc is what I don't like. Hmm. Like I can it, see that. It feels too shallow yeah. for, like, being where my thumb track is at. Like, I feel like my fingers just, like, touch the bottom of the disc too quickly and it just never felt comfortable I can see so that. I don't know yeah. but uh, people love it it apparently just doesn't glide It's, but uh, I don't know I just
0: because it just stays straight like however you throw it it just kind of stays straight and it doesn't go far it's it's the ultimate cheater upshot disc
1: I've i I've only seen overstable bergs when I've played with people that have thrown bergs mm-hmm. in like tournaments or in Yeah. Uh, Well, Have they they thrown it
0: like higher? Like they give it the height and it it fades out at the end?
1: I don't remember. Yeah. Like that specifically. I just remember seeing all of them fading out more than I expected them to. Hmm.
0: Okay. All right. This last one. But also
1: I'm in Colorado.
0: Yeah. This last one. I know you have one. I felt one for the first time. I think it's for the first time that I can remember. This last weekend at my tournament, a Thunderbird. <gasps>
1: oh never a th- thrown a Thunderbird.
0: Never thrown a Thunderbird. Ever.
1: Okay. Okay. Well I'm sh- I'm gonna grab the one that is <laughs> going to be shipped out to you.
0: Yeah. I don't I don't know why everyone go. they all say they love it. It's a great disc. It it's all that Paul threw <laughs> when he was with Innova, so I just I never did it.
1: Um, I will say the Thunderbird holds a special place in my heart. <laughs> especially because of the Jeremy Colling Thunderbird, the uh, yeah. Star Swirly Star Thunderbird, aka the Germ Bird. Uh I have all six years, I don't have twenty twenty-three yet, but I have the six previous years that Jeremy Colling's been on the team. I have the Tour Series disc up on my wall and it was one of those first discs that I like I felt and I was like I really want to throw this disc and so I traded like three discs for it from a buddy of mine Bryce shout out to Bryce (laughs) and uh went into the water three times to find the disc (laughs) that I lost yeah so uh I it is I think that the Thunderbird is as advertised people want it to be like a lot straighter they want it to be like a like an escape, like getting natural, like flip up and turn to it. And they can if they get beaten in forever. Yeah. But I think they're very stable, especially to start. And they're nice. It's like very similar to a mad cat, but yeah, I think a little bit, no offense, Lone Star, a little bit better feeling in the hand.
0: Yeah. They've had a lot more time with it. I think I, Correct. to me, to me it's going to be like a getaway where it has integri- yeah, that's, integrity integrity exactly. and fade, but it's not overstable.
1: Yep. And it actually has glide compared to the th- the firebird. Yeah. And yep. so it's like, it's what most am should be throwing instead of a firebird Probably. realistically.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Because it'll actually get the glide they want and it'll still get stability. And it's pretty torque resistant. So you can throw four hands and get Perfect. decent distances out of it. Um, I also have a G Star Thunderbird, which I will want back, but I will send that one to you as well for you to compare the two. Because the G Star, I know you like throwing G Star plastics a little straighter, um, huh. but the two of them together are actually a really good complement. You get that one that's just very straight with a little fade, and then this one that just wants to start fading out earlier.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm slinging my. You, g-star destroyers right now so i i am liking those yeah which is like weird
1: okay uh any other honorable mentions
0: um not off the top of my head no yeah okay
1: well i had a couple honorable mentions one of them being the m4 but i also just I don't know that I love the disc. It's definitely a disc I've wanted to try. For sure. uh, the first one, and I've mentioned this to you multiple times, which is <laughs> this is what prompted this uh, dealer's choice segment, is the Prodigy A5. Mm,
2: yeah.
1: I love the way it feels. Yeah. I've never thrown one. Uh, I don't like the A2,
2: four.
1: 3, or 4 oh, yeah, feel. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: I don't really care for that like shallow and then beaded on it. Like I don't know, it just doesn't
0: <laughs> they are you didn't
1: uh didn't fit my fancy. Yeah. That's no, that's not the right word.
0: Tickle your fancy.
1: But anyways. Yeah, it didn't it didn't tickle my fancy. Uh it sounds weird as well, but uh but it felt like a putter version of the origin. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. That like had me like really excited. I don't know. Yeah. So I haven't bought one yet. I it's like one of the first discs on my wish list to buy, nice. but I've never thrown one. But I already know that I love it. And I, uh, you'll notice a couple of these. I love neutral to slightly understable discs because one, I'm in Colorado, but two, I love shot shaping. Yeah. And I like a slightly understable putter. I can be able to throw it on on Annie and get more uh glide out of it i can throw it on Heiser. potentially get to flip up depending on the amount of Heiser.
0: yeah uh, for sure but
1: yeah Prodigy ga5 that's the first one have you thrown one
0: nope i felt the i think is it the luke humphreys the ones that they came out with the like cards they the cards on them prodigy like mm. Ke- kevin jones with was like king of spades or something um it, it's in their spectrum that's 500 good. plastic um I felt oh, it I love those. Yeah, it felt just like more like the like the origin how it's like a wider diameter than a putter but not quite a mid-range, mid-range diameter. diameter. Yeah. Yeah. Um so it, I I liked I like it when it's smaller for a putter than that like yeah. mid approach distance. Um it, it felt good. It just wasn't what I was looking for.
1: um so in a very similar vein to the a5 and that's one i know you have is the proxy
0: mm, i do i have a really good proxy it is like yeah, stable <laughs> it is stable it, it flies like uh, so an I, envy I played...
1: yes and i don't like the feel of the envy but i love the idea that i could have one mold in a proxy and get the flight of an envy with an eclipse proxy. Get a baseline one. Get a fission one. You know, there's uh, Simon won the Music City Open this last year, and they did a, a, a signature run for him yeah, on yeah. a fission proxy.
2: Yep. And I
1: felt, uh, I felt my cousin's proxy this weekend at Prickly played tags on. it
2: A couple okay. days ago. Yeah.
1: And uh felt it and i was like Dude, i really like the way this thing feels yeah. and he threw the crap out of it everywhere I threw it from anywhere from like 150 foot touch shot to a 300 foot full shot like flip up
0: driving straight
1: yeah. a little turn a little fade just beautiful yeah flight i was like i really want to get a proxy now like yeah
0: <laughs> they no. it's a fun disc i have two i have the the neutron I think it's just hard I don't think it's neutron soft but I have the neutron that is understable and I have a you
1: mean the electron
0: yes electron and then I have a neutron that is like stable so I think it is yeah I can go get it and look at but yeah I have one understable and one overstable it's crazy
1: yeah uh Moving on, in a similar uh flight, but a slightly faster disc, is the Peach by Clash. Hmm. The mid-range, it's a negative two, one, I want to say. Okay. Uh, I've felt it. It just feels fantastic. It feels, like, not similar to a Origin, but it kind of just has that, like, you pick it up in your hand, and you're like, yeah, I could rip on this thing and make it fly all sorts of ways. Like yeah. not just as an overstable dump out disc, which I don't care for those as much. So Yeah. Um the Peach and I was talking to Erica Stinchcombe about it, and she that's like one of her favorite discs that Clash makes is the Peach.
0: So, nice. Yeah. I, I like their plastic. It feels great. So
1: Oh, the plastic <clears throat> is fantastic. Uh what was once on this list, but I bought and bagged for a while was the Honey by Clash. And yeah. I imagine the Peach to kind of just be the mid-range version of the Honey. Just lots of distance. For sure. Easy glide. Right yeah. Right the throw. Uh, so what I took off of the list because I didn't want to steal a bunch of discs from you was the Cookie. Yeah. Because that is on my, on my list. But also like I've got, I've got discs that are that seven five zero two.
2: Yeah, I've yeah, got yeah.
1: Plenty of those, so it's <laughs> not like I'm dying to uh, get my hands on one of those. But what is also clash is the soda. Okay. Which is a seven five negative one two or negative two one. Nice. So a faster version of the peach. peach. I yeah. Assume. I felt it. It just feels so dang good that I'm like, I know this thing is going to fly buttery. And yeah. even if I don't throw it perfectly, I feel like it'll still fly very neutral. Yeah. And I'm assuming you haven't thrown the peach or the co- or the soda.
0: No. My first, like, inkling of clash was the cookie that I found. And I think I've thrown it twice. so. Oh, okay i still don't even like I've, will, I've seen it fly but
1: we will wait for further report
0: yeah not for me though
1: <laughs> and the oh okay never mind uh the final disc on my list that i have wanted to try that i know that i'll love and i know that you have this disc and a specific run <laughs> of the disc it is a Latitude 64. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, it is the, the Lizottle Hex.
0: You son of a biscuit.
1: <laughs>
0: you just want all uh, my, my nice MVP discs. Uh,
1: so I've never... I'm not intrigued to throw other MVP molds. It's just the Proxy, proxy. and the yeah. Hex are the two that I really want to throw. Yeah. Um, but I've sold them both at the store. And I know that I like the feel of them, yeah. and I have seen enough people throw them that I know I'm going to like the flight of them. Um, I feel like the Lazotal hex will actually probably be too stable for what I want. Like I think I would actually want to throw a fission hex instead. Yeah, uh, but I want to get a Lazotal for the wall, and thankfully they still have a ton of them. So
0: yeah, they finally decided to make enough of them. Um, I've I have a Lazotal, and I have just a regular Neutron. And to be honest, I can't really tell the difference in the stability. Um, Like, my Neutron one, though, it has gotten beaten in and it can just go miles. It goes just dead straight. You can put some torque into it. If you throw it hard and flat, it's more just going to stay flat. It's not going to like Flip and turn on you. Turn, yeah, yeah. I think I think a lot of that has to do with the the gyro technology. Is like it keeps it pretty straight. If you throw it on Annie, it'll hold Annie. Annie. If you throw it on Heiser, it'll do a slight pop up, but it'll have a gentle fade out. The Lazada, I think, is just like that tick more stable. So like if you throw it, also flat,
1: eclipse plastic.
0: Yeah. So if you throw it flat, it'll have a soft finish. If you throw it Annie, it'll fight out and you can get a a a slight flex line Heiser, it'll hold that line the whole time so um i wouldn't say like it's like a zero two for the lizato and then it's a negative one two for the neutron so it it doesn't change yeah like it doesn't change much the
1: fission would probably be that negative one zero or or negative one one kind of yeah
0: yeah So no, I like I like that disc. They're they're both fun. They're both good. So
1: well that went a little longer than I intended. I apologize, that's my fault. But I thought that was kind of a fun idea talking about discs that we've never thrown that we we would want to. Yeah. So comment down below a disc that you're in love with that you've never thrown before. Yeah. Just like that blind date you were set up with, or you saw their Facebook and you're like they are fantastic. I already love them, but you actually don't know if you'd click with them yet.
0: <laughs> exactly. Um. Do we want to save my... Because I also don't know if I'm going to be taking the position that I mentioned to you earlier. But yeah. let's, let's just let's do... Save that. Let's save that. Yeah, let's do kind of tournament recap into In The Bag.
1: Let's see that. That yeah. sounds perfect. And then uh, that'll that'll lead perfectly to uh what we're looking forward to this next week.
0: Yeah, perfect. Um so I had a tournament this last week at La Mirada. We played two hole like courses, like different front side, backside. Um they added
1: they call it shore side? Is that what I saw?
0: No, lakes lakeside and backside is what they call it.
1: Lakeside, okay,
0: Yeah. Um I played MA two. I finished in fourth place um with two down. Um one stroke off of tying for second, which was kind of a bummer because I missed like a twenty footer on the last hole to to tie. But I didn't even oh, know
1: I, did you feel that pressure?
0: No, I didn't know I didn't know that I was I was only chasing the guy who was in first who shot a Eight down, ten, like twelve rated round.
1: Thanks.
0: I shot a, th- I shot a three down in that final round, but I was just chasing him, like trying to. Dude, this guy was was awesome. He what was so- that three down rated? Nine sixty and sixty ish. So it was good. It was over my rating.
1: That's good. Yeah. Above your
0: rating, It's good. Yeah. I I finally made putts, which was nice missed a lot of putts, but I made some which they balanced each other out. Um, but uh, I had my Lone Star bag and there was just like I felt like I had a few shots that I was missing um The most glaring one was a super overstable approach disc not like a zone os or the ricky slammer like stability because i feel like
1: but like a like a, a just a zone, zone or literally a just
0: a zone tactic harp um i have the harpoon i do really like it but it, it it's like I to me it flies like your esp zone or it fly mm-hmm. like it just flies like an esp zone where it's like you can hit it hard. You'll get fade, but I can't throw it on Annie and have it flex. Like if I throw it it's kind of going to just like hold that it'll self-correct, but it's not going to just like dump back. Um, So it's also
1: probably going to go further than you maybe want it to. If you throw it at full power.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. So there was just like, and it was only for three shots on the tournament that I wish I had it. Um, but it would have saved me a lot of strokes because um, I went OB on one of them. And then another one, I just like wasn't able to get it close to the basket. So not the end of the world. Um, are,
1: you, are you using your copperhead much?
0: It's not stable enough. In
1: of those shots? Or?
0: No. No, it, it's not even close to stable enough. But I will say I threw my copperhead amazing that weekend so it i i have found out that approach
1: shots I, or tee shots
0: uh, only approach only approach shots touch um kind of scramble when you're out of position the 120 to 180 feet and it has like mm-hmm. this tad bit of flip up to it but if i throw it like when i throw it harder but when i throw it soft it like will hold straight the whole time and then just like fade it in. Oh my God. I saved so many strokes on that, on that course with that disc. So the copperhead was amazing for me this weekend, but it's not overstable at all.
1: Which is so interesting because here in Colorado, I normally relied on that zone Yeah, and just threw and my pig really, and just through like flex forehand shots Yeah, and, I felt like once I started throwing the Copperhead as my only like stable approach disc, it really made me a lot more have more angle integrity,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and so I felt like I could throw it on enough hyzer, but also I'm playing at a lot more stability than than what Most. you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like I can I can throw this on tiny flex lines. Um, but if I do throw this thing full power, it's going to turn for sure. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, that's very curious. And, uh, and unfortunately the Artemis was not the disc that you thought it was going to be for you. Correct.
0: Nope. Yep. Nope. Not quite. Did you get a Puddle Top one? (laughs) Yeah. Bravo. Yeah. Puddle Top Bravo. Oh, okay. Just, it does the exact same thing as the Harpoon. So. What I think like I'm needing and wanting is because like there was twice when I'm throwing it, I want it to Anheuser and push that way. But then I want it to turn and then dump. And there's Mm -hmm. a few holes that like, like I want it to spike into the ground. I don't want it to like the harpoon. You get it up and on the angle. It just wants to glide and stay in the air, so it just like is drifting yeah. the whole way. Um, where I'm needing it to kind of just come down a little bit sharper.
1: Do you still have your V2 harpoon?
0: I do. They're the exact same thing. They just one gets more ground play really? than the other. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It beat in. I,
1: I lost my I lost my V1 harpoon, warming up for a tournament around the fourth yeah, of yeah. July.
0: Yeah, I remember you telling me that. Somebody
1: pick, somebody picked it up and. Yeah. And turn it in, so hopefully,
0: hopefully they're playing with it. That, so,
1: yeah, hopefully, you know, maybe that's my Lone Star contribution right there. And shout out to Lone Star for uh letting us be on the Ranger team. Yeah, it's been fun to build our bags around it and uh get some experience. So, yeah, have to make sure that we shout them out as part of our uh Ranger team duties, right?
0: Exactly, it's in the contract, yeah, of course. Um, and then the last one that is missing is just that I don't know if I think the mockingbird is more understable than it actually is because it could fill the slot that I'm wanting or if I actually do need a little bit more stability, but I'm missing that escape lots uh explore like negative one two disc fade yes where it's like i can hyzer flip and it'll still finish i can throw it hard and flat and it'll get just a natural s turn where it actually turns and then it will fight back whereas i think the mockingbird is like because it is a negative two one it is just that like little bit too understable to throw hard and flat to still get a fade. So I have to be more conscientious with my angles and like, I have to give it more hyzer yeah. to like perfectly flip up, flip up and turn and then fade where like, I don't want to have to think I want to, cause like there's a lot of tight windows I need to hit and I want to be able to throw hard and flat through there and Get the turn and fade yeah. to like finish straight. So
1: you want to throw the same shot and just trust that the disc is going to do what you do want that shot to accomplish.
0: Yeah, yeah, and so like for sure. In between the mad, have tag, you tried the
1: Centurion?
0: I have one. Wait, wait, wait. Is that which one do I have? I have the. Is that the next one? The too? No, I don't have X's. I he, have the century. I have the century. It's a
1: negative one one point five. Feed. Yes,
0: yeah, I, have that, one. I um,
1: have that one. So a quick detour. Yeah. I caddied for Micah this last week, who we had on the podcast previously, yeah. and at the three D tournament, he is Infinite sponsored, um, and I didn't. We were warming up before the second round. And I didn't bring my bag. I was just kind of throwing some shots with him. And I threw his Exodus, which he has in the color glow sea line, uh, metal flake sea line plastic. Yeah. And his was very beat in. And he was like, Oh yeah, that'll fly just like your, your ascension sh- that I gave you. I was like, okay, sick. So I, I threw it and I was like, dude, I forgot how beautifully this disc flies. Like threw it hard and flat, it got a little bit of turn and it, had like not heavy fade but like forward fade
2: yeah yep
1: and I was like dang I forgot about that disc that is it that's such a easy disc to throw and it's like you throw it at your 85 90 percent power and it flies exactly like you want it to or like you expect it to which is you know just a beautiful thing to find in a disc and so it made me uh pull out my two centurion and uh, made me want to mess around with them a little more because they are a tick more stable than my Mockingbird.
0: Yeah, and they probably have a similar they hand field definitely, too.
1: Definitely, um, so,
0: like close, close. Kind of a smaller rim, definitely slightly not deeper.
1: As, definitely not as definitely not as deep. Yeah, but uh, similar enough that it's not too crazy. Uh, but just you know, kind of throwing them the other day just to compare them, just for funsies, and. I just forgot how nice of a disc it was, so I don't know if that's a potential yeah disc yeah. to fill that slot if you haven't messed with the Centurion too much. But
0: no, I I had one. I
1: was I was surprised by it, and it it doesn't go as far as the Mockingbird, but also that's kind of my issue with the Mockingbirds that sometimes it goes More. further than I want it to. Yeah. And sometimes I'm like, okay, I need to power down on it, and then I don't get my actual fly out of it. So that yeah. that is my biggest issue with Mockingbird is that I. Sometimes we'll throw at 400 feet and sometimes we'll throw at 340 feet. (laughs) like, yeah, I need to get better, obviously, but I need discs that will um, maybe be a little bit more consistent for my inconsistencies, if that makes sense. Yeah,
0: for sure. For sure. So yeah, Um, that's actually all I had. Those are the only two kind of like gaps that I'm missing um, in my bag currently. So I've been playing around with my Kind of neutral fairways recently, to find that that and that sweet want. spot, yeah. So, sick, yeah.
1: Well, that's fun. Then, um, so that's that all, is, that's
0: what's in my bag. What what do you got? Yeah, going on with yours.
1: Uh well, we'll transition to what we're looking forward to this next week in disc golf outside of the Idlewild tournament. Um, mm-hmm. I signed up for a one-day, two-round tournament at Prickly Pines. Nice. So my favorite course out in Elizabeth. It, hoping to actually take this one down this time instead of choking on something big. We yeah. don't need to be explicit. We don't need to be explicit tag on this podcast. Um, but I, I choked and had a double bogey with three holes left to go in yep. my last tournament at Prickly Pines. Yep. And I gave the win away, which is annoying. So I'm hoping i actually to be able to take it down this time. Um, so I'm, I'm excited to play in that. And then if the pro field fills up enough, uh, Micah and I are going to play a doubles tournament the day after nice. at Berkeley Pines as well. So oh, it's the exact same tournament, just one's the singles, singles day and day. then one's the yeah. doubles day. And so I'd be playing the uh, pro field with Micah, because the... The AM field is completely full, and there's only two groups currently in the pro field,
2: <laughs> uh, and
1: so it was like, well, like,
2: uh, yes, make we sense. could do it
1: and easily take it, maybe not easily take it down, but yeah. it's like, would we even get a payout yeah. worthy of it? So we yeah. said we we double check it on the uh, on Friday afternoon and see nice. how much is filled up, but cool. Anyway, so I'm excited for that. Uh, nothing really. New to my bag. Uh, throwing the dunes a lot, especially at Prickly Pines. I feel like yeah. I've thrown them a ton. And then uh, I did th- throw in my FD3 in the bag for my last uh, tags that I played at Prickly. And I've forgotten how much I used to rely on that disc. And because I throw the Mad Cats now, they're much straighter yeah than the FT3. Not that they're you know
0: they're not under, crazy straight not, or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah
1: they're not they're they're still stable for sure. But they're definitely it's like it's more like a Thunderbird than a firebird. Right. Yeah. So it's like, it's just like adjusting back to that difference. And I short armed a bunch of holes because I threw it the way that I've been throwing my mad cats and it just has more stability. And so even though it went dead straight and then faded out, I was like 20 or thirty short compared to, yeah, what I was used to. So that was a, I missed several holes, and I was like, what, how, "How did I miss this hole?" I don't really understand what's going on right now. For sure. Uh, and I ended up ended up taking second. So it was fine.
0: Nice. Good.
1: Awesome. What about you? What are you looking forward to this week?
0: Um, playing tags. I'll be out at Huntington Beach tomorrow. So. See if I've learned anything from my last tournament. Um, see if my putt can stay hot and stay stay committed to them because that's when they were going in is mm-hmm. when I actually committed through the basket instead of to it. Um, that's about it. Just
1: And you're still putting with the cash, right?
0: Yep. Yep. Okay. So, yeah.
1: Well, I will work on my package to send out to you this week.
0: Yeah, we'll get, we'll get that settled. I'm gonna,
1: I'm gonna send you, I'm gonna send you a couple Thunderbirds, and I'm also gonna send you that prototype cache, and uh, oh, see how you like the feel of it gangster. compared to your other caches. It's so stinking hard that I was like, you know what? It's just gonna sit in a box for me. Might as well let my yeah. boy throw it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect. All right. Uh, thank you all for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed us talking about some fun frisbees that we haven't tried yet. But um, we will see you guys next week when we recap Ida Wild and preview Deglow.
1: Sick lefties out. Peace.